Meanwhile... I am starting to think, too, that my phone might be on the functionality event horizon, where I, I don't know how it is with the brand that you have, but I certainly with... Redacted. There is this kind of point where your phone is just operating at kind of like the peak from where it should be operating, and like within a week it's gonna take a nosedive. And you're starting to see the cracks around the edges of the batteries not really holding a charge, and sometimes the wireless is a little slow. Everything else seems to be fine. Yeah. Mostly. Look, I can see where this is going. Because I'm a cheapskate. The first one I got was seriously like $65. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because it did everything I wanted it to do. It, it was a phone if I had to speak on the telephone. What's the rule? I know the rule. Say it. Don't talk in a car. Or on a phone or in any place that ain't ours and don't say anybody who ain't us and it could text it could message it could go online yeah it did all the things but when it reached the event horizon it stopped doing any of the things yeah yeah i mean that that period of time is very short yeah all of a sudden it was like okay so i can't unlock my phone without waiting for a minute Mm -hmm. this is great yeah It's a Max Headroom Mini. Hey, Maxi. Brought to you by 20 minutes into the future. It's a Max Headroom Mini. A Maxi. Enjoy. So, Austin, I heard a very exciting... I don't even think this was a rumor. I think this is a fact. In fact, I know it's a fact. I heard a fact that you were recently a guest on a very famous podcast. Yeah, this this is this is kind of exciting. Um, I, I think actually, by the time anybody will hear us talking about it, it's even possible that it'll be out uh, in the public feed. Announce a Mitch here. It is. But yeah, uh, I was a guest recently on the Incomparable uh, with um, so exciting. Jason Snell and uh, Moises Chuyan, Cicero uh, uh, Holmes. Uh, I think Warren Fry was also on that panel, uh, as well as Monty Ashley. And uh, our our special uh, guest, a, a Max Headroom expert, the co-host of the 20 Minutes into the Future podcast. What? It's Austin Rich. Austin, welcome to The Incomparable. Me? Humble, <laughs> modest, shy little me on The Incomparable? <laughs> the reason being, they, they don't just, you know, call me to say, hey, we need a pinch hitter for, you know, just... Any I think they topic. will. I think they will from now on. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, certainly the reason being that I was uh, particularly contacted was... I have, for decades, listed the 14-episode, uh, two-season, barely, ABC mid-80s television series Max Headroom among my top all-time top five TV series and haven't done a podcast episode about it until now. And, and this was kind of one of those things, too, where... Um, the fact that it happened was almost kind of more of an accident than like an intentional design. You know, it was kind of like this, then this, then this. But like none of those things were like, I never set out with this plan. Like, how do I get on the incomparable? There must be a way. Yeah. See, that's what <laughs> I'm wondering. Like, did you 
float them an email just like, hey, if you were ever thinking about talking about Max Headroom, sounds like a thing you might want to do on your program. I'd love to be involved. <laughs> you know, or were they like, we've heard of this guy. How do we get a hold of him? It, it's kind of even more like random than that. Uh, uh, so way back when we launched uh, our podcast, I, I was all listening to The Incomparable pretty regular. And this had happened a several times beforehand where one uh, panelist or another or, or sometimes Jason uh, himself would make a Max Hedrum reference and so it became very clear to me that there were people on that show who were familiar with the show. Reference acknowledged. After our podcast launched uh, Jason made some comment about Max Hedrum on his show and I think his specific phrasing was something like uh no one remembers Max Hedrum. I beg your pardon. Oh, is that the case? I was like, oh, wait a minute. I have to tell him something. So I sent him an email saying, hey, uh, a, a fan, been listening. Hey, by the way, you said no one remembers Max Hedrum. We do. We've got a show. Here's a link. Uh, not sure if you're interested, but like, you know. All right. And so uh, we would start trading messages back and forth. And I think we referred to, the, to this as our um, uh, exchange of coded messages. Remember. Annie is depending on you. Set your pins to B2. Here is the message. Because occasionally he would make a random Max Hedrum reference on his show. And so I would write in to go, like, hey, I caught the most recent re Max Hedrum reference. Haha. <laughs> Here's something we're doing on our show that's relevant to what you just talked about or whatever. You know? Okay. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I had no, like, this, this kind of interaction was more done because I was bored <laughs> like you know like because like earnestly there's no yeah. way that like a message like that to me felt like I was I was saying like dot 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 and you need to have me on your show tomorrow to talk about Max Hedrum <laughs> like, like yeah no that that sounds more like if there's a musician that you you know well enough that you've emailed back and forth so it's not weird and you're listening to music their song comes up and you just message him like Hey, your song blah 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 just came up. Sounds great. Hope things are good. May the seed of your loin be fruitful in the belly of your woman. <laughs> Neil. Right. Yes. That kind of thing, yes. right? It, that was more of the spirit of it too. I mean, like certainly in terms of what they do for their podcasts and what we do for our podcasts, the idea that we would be competing on the same level in any way never occurred to me. Or that like I would even be competing in a sub uh, category of what they, you know, I, I felt like what we were doing was kind of off to the side. Welcome to big time television. All day and every day making tomorrow seem like yesterday. So anyway, uh, Jason contacted me uh, and he said like, hey, uh, we're actually doing Max Hedrum on the show. Which like, when we would first interact way back when, it was kind of like, yeah, we're never going to do Max Hedrum on the show, but it would be great if we could. I've always wanted, you know, like, it, it may, maybe if we'd go not, not another 800 episodes or, you know, something like, you know, there was a lot of, like, whatever to the our exchanges about it. And and it made sense, too, because it's like, we had this problem. You can't see it. Edison. Edison, for God's sake, your camera's gone down. There are ways to see it. It has gotten a little bit better since then. But, like, yes. at, at first, it was kind of like you had to buy the DVD DVD. There wasn't even a Blu-ray. There isn't a Blu-ray. Right. Like so, like that already drops a lot of people from even being able to see it. Um, 
Now I think... Sensor has determined that all buzz marketing of large corporations who are attempting to separate you from your money must remain redacted at this time. Has it for sale. Where I think you can buy individual episodes or I think 10 bucks for the whole bang. Well, that's a deal. Um, and I think there's some other places where you can buy individual episodes that sell individual episodes of, of things. He's a good value at that price. Enjoy yourself. So the joke that Jason and I had in exchanges was like, yeah, nobody can see this show, so why would you ever talk about it on your show? <laughs> you know, like the Why would you start a podcast entirely <laughs> devoted to it? Yeah. What's up with that? For those of us who aren't regular listeners to the Incomparable, what's the general concept of the show? Mm, yeah, good question. Good question. So uh, they are a bunch of um, panelists. Uh, they've been doing the show for about 13 years, and uh, essentially they pick a pop culture topic of some kind, a, a book, a movie, TV show, video game, something that's kind of uh, you know, um, okay. bubble, bubbling out there in, in the nerd culture world, um, and that's kind of the other like layer to it. Is it's usually kind of like a kind of nerdy or or um, uh, esoteric type thing. Although I, I've noticed that uh, as time goes on, that seems to be less specific and more kind of generalized. I think genres are starting to disappear in a way that they more dominated our lives in the old days. But that's a separate topic to begin with. Anyway, so uh, incomparable. And they have a good wide range of panelists now, and I like that. That like, depending on the subject, they can kind of pick different people, and that like, okay, well, this is more your area of expertise, so let's have you on because you know a lot about this or whatever. Uh -huh. And so I think that was the essential thinking that Jason had when he said like, hey, you should join us for the the Max Headroom thing. Who the hell are you? I'm your host, Jason Snell, director of Shield. I'm here to talk to you about the Max Headroom initiative. And usually, uh, I mean, their conversations are more introductory. Like, they're not going to do, like, a very deep, in-depth conversation about 14 hours of television uh, in 90 minutes. So they want to kind of keep it a little more, like, light, n uh, n necessarily. Pardon me, Hud, but I wonder if you could kind of hurry along into the actual introduction. The show's a little long, and... Uh... We don't have too much time. Well, I know. I, I created a series, you know. But now you've made me forget what I was saying. Well, you lost me quite a way back. Anyway, super fun to get invited and whatnot. This is the most fun I've ever had. Right now, if you are uh, an incomparable member, you can hear the raw, live bootleg uh, of us recording the show uh, in the moment. Um, and then also the special edition without advertising is available for members, where you can hear all the production and sound effects and music and whatnot, um, but uh, no ads. Um, and again, that's only for members. Announce a Mitch here. Just point your browser at theincomparable.com forward slash members and click the subscribe today button. There, you can select the level of support that makes the most sense to you and gain access to unique podcasts and special bonus content that you can't hear otherwise. And if you don't mind a few advertisements, there is a version with ads in the main incomparable podcast feed. All three versions of the show include a great discussion about Max Hedrom, and no matter how you hear it, you support their show in a way that helps keep the mothership afloat. Join today. Yeah, I mean, I could do a little bit more about this, how the sausage is made. I, I did a little bit of a faux pas, actually, 
Um, oh which, no! What did I, you do? I was unaware of this, uh, and this actually is like a, a podcasting historic note that we might want to like leave for people to know about it in the future. The more you know. In the earliest days of podcasting, we all used Skype to record calls and to get in touch with each other. And usually the way to make sure that those calls were cleaner and had more high fidelity to them is that there would be no video component to the call in any way. I can't see it. That's the idea. And this is pretty much podcast standard for years. I think most people did shows where they never saw what the other person looked like while they did the show. Uh, and, and I think it was the practical reason was that like you got a cleaner signal when you mm-hmm. didn't have video. Um, now, of course, it's several years later. We've been through the pandemic. The Zoom revolution happened. I think a lot of people got used to looking at each other while they did yeah. shows because we're all isolated for one reason or another, and so we wanted to see other faces. Do you have any idea how much we miss you? I miss you guys, too. So The Incomparable still does it the old-fashioned way, where they do not look at each other during a call. Oh, <laughs> so interesting. I, I got the Zoom link. I took a shower. I combed my hair. <laughs> put on a bow tie. Cleaned my office. You know, I, I was sitting here thinking, like, oh, my God, these people might see me for a, an hour. I better make things look better. (laughs) And then for about two fractions of a second, my image is up, and then I realize no one else is doing video. Crap. Uh (laughs) Turn the video off. Did did, did you see something? This is all sausage making behind the scenes and whatnot, but I I just found that a little bit funny and that, like, of course they would never look at each other. They're old-fashioned podcasters who've been doing this since the dawn of time. Like, they don't look at each other. They talk to each other. Hi. How are you? Interesting. So that, that was kind of funny. Um, uh, but I, 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 you know, it, it, I did kind of get to know a little bit about how they do things because I, I did not realize that they do this kind of layered release to their episodes where if you're in the know, you can hear it live and then you can actually hit, get a podcast of the live recording sessions if that's your speed, which comes out like minutes afterwards Uh, and then you could also get the special edition which i think is a day or so later that's fully edited but no commercials and then they have this commercial release it's it's an interesting wild i mean like certainly i don't think that's something that we can emulate with our show (laughs) because we don't have enough people it's just us right uh but like i i do understand the logic behind that like if you are a bigger show you have more moving parts you seamlessly get these things delivered to you in in a way that you and i are like forging these podcasts with like hammers and sickles and things like that (laughs) pretty much so if you're not already uh listening to the incomparable you should uh if you're not already uh checking out some of their podcast works you should um who knows? They might have some more weird, esoteric 80s science fiction shows coming up uh, in the conversations in uh, future episodes. Then that might float your boat if you like Max Hedrum. And that's going to do it for us this week here on 20 Minutes Into the Future, testing out a new kind of format to see if uh, this works for a lot of the material we have floating around that is uh, sort of short and addresses uh, tangential topics and subjects and things like that. 
uh, but is not us discussing a mainline episode of the program uh, or even uh, some of our um, uh, uh, mid-season uh, episodes that we've been uh, planning where we're going to talk about movies like Network, which I believe will be our next mainline episode. Uh, but yes, we're hoping to kind of get back into our every other week routine and uh, this is kind of our idea behind it is that we do uh, a series of minis instead of full episodes. Uh, and then later on, you'll be able to hear a full 90-minute episode when we uh, are able to get them completely uh, ship shape, as they say. Anyway, uh, let me know uh, how you feel about this, what you think, uh, what uh, floats your boat. Uh, and if you want to see this a lot more regularly and you want to see... Uh, the production values stay at this level, uh, then you really should try to support us uh, on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Austin Rich. Uh, there's a number of different uh, support levels and uh, yeah, find one that works for you. And then uh, every little bit helps. Thanks again. And uh, until next time, be seeing you. If they do a Twilight Zone 80s episode, I'm in. Like, hands down, 100%. I could do that one uh, in my sleep. Uh, what would be another one that they could do? X-Files, for sure. But that's a, I think they may have even talked about X-Files on the show before. So. Announcer Mitch here. They did. In episode number 284, She Scullies Herself, recorded in January of 2016. It's a great discussion. You should check it out. Yeah, X-Files sounds a little less esoteric. Yeah, I mean, that one was a big, but it certainly was a sci-fi show of that era. Yeah, and it was great. I mean, but when I when I say less esoteric, I mean, I've seen X-Files, like, Sure, it was huge. Finish. It was yeah. a, It was a massive show, you know. It was a, yeah. Yeah. Like, that one, I don't think, like, I will say to people, like, do you remember that show Max Headroom? And people are kind of like, like ah, eh. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I've never said this because everybody remembers the X Files. But I would imagine if I said, "Do you remember that show, The X Files?" People would be like, "Of course, of course." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, especially because they had a revival a few years ago, even although it wasn't very successful or popular. But um, they did two new seasons, like five years ago, four years ago, so something like that. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. I skipped those. Yeah, I never saw them either, but um, I, I do recall when they were, there was a big deal about them coming back.